0: And we will be all right if the Lord be our strength. We'll be uh, we are here talking with Christian Lord business owners in the Acadiana area and we've got Emily Neely with us. Emily, you do real estate, right? Yes. How long have you been doing that? 9 years. 9 years.
1: 2014.
0: That's cool. What, long time. what made you get into it?
1: Well, I had a friend who was in it and well, she was thinking about joining it. Or Signing up, and she needed some coercion. So I said, <laughs> "If you will do it, then I will do it." <laughs> and so we did it together, and that's how it started.
0: That's cool. How many? What did you say like houses? People have you helped out so far?
1: Oh, over a hundred. Like really? Oh yeah, yeah. I I don't know the number, but going on one fifty. Which is not a lot for somebody who's been doing it for nine years because I've done it.
0: That sounds like a lot to me. <laughs> at my, yeah.
1: Well, I've done it at my own pace and I've done it, um, you know, at different stages of my life and different times of calling, I guess, and, yeah. you know, different, different phases.
0: Because so, you're also a mom. Oh, yeah. You got three kids, four, four kids. <laughs>
1: Sorry, We got the old one who's here sometimes and not there. So we have four kids yeah. and, and when they were little, I was, you know, studying for the real estate exam uh, at night mm. and uh, took my test and, you know, just pacing myself and uh, trying, trying to do a good job with all the plates I was spinning, which yeah. means something's got to give, you know, you can't be yeah. a, yeah. you know, full fledged real estate, you know, Selling Sunset agent kind of thing (laughs) whenever you've got, you know, a bunch of little kids at home and a husband who um, has a full-time job that is pretty demanding, too. Right. Um, He's a pastor, for people who don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The Brandon Neely. Um, And, uh, you know, so there's just different phases of life. And, you know, this was a good fit for that. You know, I could rev it up or...
0: You know, or turn it off. Turn it off, yeah.
1: which I did. Um, Is it I, easy? I, about a year and a half ago, I turned it off.
0: Turn it off. Do you mean like you you turned your license off? Or no, you? I didn't.
1: I didn't turn my license off. But um, we had some family tragedy, and I needed a sabbatical. I needed to mm. step step back and you know just take time with my family. And I took about a year off where I just did the bare minimum. Mm. Um, I. have Sold a couple of houses that were kind of just in the works. Didn't really push things. Um, Right. Kind of just you know let the plate spin a little bit, Um, and so that was a good thing to be able to do.
0: And you you find that like being a mom with kids, this is something that fits well with that. Oh yeah. Based on the pace and based on.
1: It would be very difficult if I had to be the breadwinner. You know, to be the Mm. one who it all depended on. I would not like that demand. Um, mm. Mm. It is a, if, if you're gonna do it and gin up and really be a producer enough to be able to be the breadwinner, it would be consuming in a, mm. in a big way. Yeah. Um, so it, yeah. I think for some people, yes, and some people no, but for our family and my situation, that wasn't on me. Yeah. Um, mine was just a little bonus. You know for our family right when I was doing it like that um things have changed a little bit I'm on my own I'm not in a partnership um and I mean with the business side of it
0: um, right and
1: uh I I'm able to put a little bit more into it and focus on it and build it a little more yeah than I have in the past but um my kids are grown like they don't yeah. they're not fully grown but they're but they're taller they're, they're taller than me
0: <laughs> and
1: they don't demand the the constant you know right need that they did when they were younger and right. you know so you got
0: more time more flexibility yeah
1: so yeah. it has grown with me as my life situation has grown yeah
0: and plus when the kids um, go to school you have more time to do that
1: oh yeah yeah and there's you know there's Some people who, you know, have little kids and they're in this industry and they lean on daycares and that kind of thing, but that's something we decided not to do Mm. as a family. So Mm. if you are, you know, leaning on daycare or, you know, family members who will take care of kids, but this is a evening job. This is a weekend job. Mm. You can put boundaries, but there is going to be exceptions that you're going to have to make um, for people because, you know, when they get off of work, they need to go see a house or whatever. So, um, but so I, I do have boundaries. I definitely, there are some things that I, you know, I, I tell people when I first work with them, you know, these are my hours. These are my hours that I'm here for you anytime. <laughs> anytime after that, we have to make a special appointment. We yeah. have to, th- this is going to be an exception because I like you. <laughs> so, um, right. You know, and uh, I don't do Sundays. Mm. I. Um, Amen. I, yeah, I, I used to when I first started. I didn't, I didn't think that I, didn't need to, but, uh, I don't <laughs> and, uh, and I, you know, very limited. Sometimes I'll have a contract come in or an offer come in and, you know, you'll have to address some things maybe, or take a phone call, but you know, being in the bushes on Sunday or open houses on on Sunday, or, um, you know, that's no, thank you. <laughs> right. I'm not, I'm not there for that. Right. right. Um, you know, so,
0: so if you were think if somebody was thinking about getting into, the real estate field, um, what, what would be your advice to them?
1: Um, call me.
0: And let's <laughs> talk.
1: Um, and it is a great and rewarding uh, industry. Yeah. Um, but there are some things you need to consider to count the cost. The average, like, new agents, for a new agent to make it past a year or two years, it's very rare. And then, Really? Oh, yeah. and a three, Huge turnover. A, a three-year agent is... Kind of like if you've made it three years, you're probably going to do okay. Um, wow. Yeah, lots of turnover. Okay. So and it's it's fairly easy entry. It's um, and I found I'm not going to say because people fail the test all the time, but I thought it was a pretty easy test. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I got but, you. But uh, I mean the the entry level is not that hard. You know, the, it's, it's pretty easy to get into. Yeah. And um, but. The stick it to itness is harder, and yeah. and making it through dry spells, and mm. you know it's 100 percent commission. Yeah. So and when
0: interest rates are high, you probably see it effects of that. There's
1: ups and downs, you know, and having been in it nine years, I've seen a few different markets, and that's, you know, there's been some dry times, and there's been some, yeah. <laughs> you know, right, much more busy, fruitful times. So right, right, yeah,
0: that's cool. So do you you work with a agency?
1: Yes, I work with EXP Realty. Okay. And um, they basically hold my license, but I do my own business. Like, I'm not on a team or anything like that. It's You're an just independent. Me independent.
0: Independent. Yeah. Now, what, what made you want to do that rather than be on a team?
1: I've, I've been partnered with other agents before. I was partnered with Sharon Steen first. She was when we were with Vanning and Romero. Um, and then I was partnered with my sister in law, Rachel. Cook, we had the Neely Cook group, and that was fun. I, I like having a friend. Yeah. Um, but I. I'm now alone or solo. I'm not alone, <laughs> alone. I'm alone. <laughs> by myself. Um, so I'm a solo agent now. Uh, but I do have an assistant or a transaction coordinator who kind of handles the uploading of things. I've just learned oh, cool. how to handle it differently. Yeah. And I'm implementing some different systems and, and things that are really working well for me. And That's awesome. so I'm I'm enjoying this. So yeah. it, it's a different Way to do business, but I'm I'm liking it. And I and on teams and partnerships, you know, you're already splitting your commission with your broker, mm. and then you wind up splitting your splitting your commission with your partner or your team. Mm. There's it takes a lot
0: out of and it. And then there's the so it
1: takes the wind out of your sales in a in a big way.
0: There's a thing called commission capping or something like yeah, that. Is that a thing year. too? Yes. So what is that? So what that is means capping? that
1: I made enough sales and I paid exp enough money. That um, I don't have to pay them that much anymore. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. up to a certain so, point,
0: you have to send them a percentage. Yeah. And then, and after then that, once
1: once you've paid into that that a certain amount, then then you don't have to give them anymore.
0: Oh, nice. Um, and then everything's just going straight to you from yeah. that point forward, or yeah. your staff? Pretty
1: mostly everything. There's like a small a small monthly fee that is negligible. So. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But most everything comes back to me after you camp.
0: That's cool. Mm-hmm. So we talked about this a little bit earlier when we were talking about not working on Sundays, but you know, you're a Christian. What does it mean to be a distinctly Christian realtor? How does that affect the way that you do your work?
1: Well, I I think <laughs> I deal with it, moving is an emotional thing. Mm. You know, it is a very emotional sure. time in your life. You don't know, and especially for women, I mean, men but for a woman, you know, we make our nest. You know, we got <laughs> yeah. we want to know yeah. where our children are going to sleep. Yeah. We want to know where um, we're going to get to what pillows are we going to get to fluff. We want to mm. we want to think about the paint and the colors. And I know whenever I'm selling a house, I, if I can, <laughs> I'm telling my secrets. But if I can get <laughs> somebody to say. Oh, that's where I want my Christmas tree right there. Uh, if they can picture where they're gonna have their Christmas tree in this house, yeah. we have sold it. <laughs> it's <laughs> I mean, done. It's done. done. Yeah. I mean, if you can picture your life and your celebrations and your your things, because that's how women think. Mm. Um, now, guys, it might be a little different, but I'm not a guy, so I can't <laughs> really speak to that. But but I think you know when you're dealing with those kind of emotions, guys mm. too. I mean, there's for men. I think um, it's more there's a pride factor. So whenever mm. you're negotiating a deal and say they don't want to give any
0: concessions, they want to win.
1: They want to win. <laughs> so you got to think about that and, and coaching people through that in a way that is, um, gracious and, um, not letting the hysterics or the worry or the fear or the pride take over the situation. And also, you know, the integrity of knowing the knowing your business, you know, you've got to mm study the market. You've got to, you know, know your numbers. You've got to know the neighborhood. You need to keep track of things and responsibilities and those kinds of things. So there's integrity there. Mm. But, mm. you know, just handling these trials, because it's a legitimate trial, right? Um, like a Christian and helping them go through it, whether they're a Christian or not, um, right. whatever, you know, they're wherever they're at, um, I think it helps. I think it helps to speak truth into those situations. Yeah. Um, you're dealing with you know, financing and worry, and
0: is it going to close? Williams. Are we going to make it? And
1: sometimes it doesn't. Or right. you know, you find out things, and so
0: that was one of the things. I remember we bought a house. I don't remember how y'all long y'all had it was. a difficult
1: situation. I remember that it, it was, was a like, very.
0: <laughs> it was like six months. Oh yeah. before we knew, and, and any any given moment, yeah, they could have just said, "Nope, it's not going to work." Oh yeah, and then everything would have been over, and that and, would have been. And you would have
1: invested even. money and time, and right. oh, Rachel. bless her but we
0: made it whenever the markets flipped and everything became worth so much more than it actually was Mm -hmm. we found out that we could have made like a hundred grand if we'd have sold the house and so i floated the idea to my wife i was like hey honey we could sell the house and make a ton of money you want to do it she was like absolutely not right yeah (laughs) she was done man we're gonna die in that house
1: (laughs) (laughs) well it's beautiful you've made a Great place
0: of it. Well, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Where's the so, Christmas tree? <laughs> <laughs> right by the front window. See? The great big window in the All front. I'm right.
1: Works every
0: time. <laughs> what, um, what advice would you give to somebody who's getting ready to start looking for houses seriously? What would, what would you tell them to start doing, start talk, thinking about?
1: Talk to a lender.
0: Talk to a lender? Uh-huh. Before a realtor? Well,
1: can you go shopping if you don't know how much you can afford? Can you really? Mm-hmm. You know, like really, yeah. you've got to be, anything that you look at, you've got to know what you're going to pay or how you're going to pay it. Um, you've got to know the hidden surprises. A lender will uncover all of those things and help you. If you're not ready, they will put you on a trajectory where you can be. Um, sometimes you may have things you need to pay off. Sometimes you may find out you have a surprise bill that is on your credit report oh, that you yeah. didn't even know about. You that know, happened to us. You you were in a great place. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you might find out that you can afford way more than you thought. And right. the payment's really not that bad. And it, you would be, you know, but to a lot of people, what in general happens is people start looking in a price bracket that they can't really afford. So they have their hopes up, Mm. set really high. Mm. And then when we have to really shop with what their actual budget is, everything looks terrible. (laughs) So (laughs) it's best to go in knowing where you should start. And, um, and honestly, I don't go showing houses unless you have a pre-approval owner. Mm. So, um, if you're thinking about buying a house, um, then, reach out to me and I will hook you up with a lender. That's awesome. i work with a few great ones.
0: Okay, very cool. Yeah. Um, what would be, so get a lender, find a real estate person. Mm-hmm. Any, any other advice for somebody who might be shopping?
1: Um, with lenders on that point too. Um, different lenders have different programs and different fees and different rates. So it's good to talk to more than one.
0: Oh, okay, okay. What if somebody is looking to do like investment properties?
1: Uh, those are going to be usually... Uh, well, it depends on what kind of investment. Like, are you talking about rental or flips or, you know, that kind of a thing. But yeah. a lot of times those situations will need to be cash if they're, like, really bad off. Mm, <laughs> um, mm. Just if, Or conventional loans. Um, usually your local banks are going to be where you go to for those kinds of situations. Um, some of the other brokers or real, realtor um, lenders have, like, lowest point limits that they'll even borrow for, that kind of thing. So, um, Different lenders for different situations.
0: Okay, well, let's talk about the market right now. Is it a good time to buy? Should people be waiting? What do you think?
1: So, um, you know, interest rates—they're—they're they're pretty stable, so they're—they're they're stabilizing. They're in the sixes. Um, okay. We haven't seen anything crazy. Like I know when they first started raising rates, they went up to around the eights.
0: Yeah, for a minute, I heard about that. Um, but
1: it, it's gone down, so it's stabilized a little bit. Um, and the inventory is still really low. So when okay. you're in a price bracket... Um, so it's still
0: a seller's market.
1: Well, it's, it's, it is. It, and depending on which price bracket you're in. So okay. if you're okay. in a, a higher end price bracket, um, it may not be as good a market for you. But in, especially in the, I would say, 250 or less, mm-hmm. definitely a seller's market. Um, but also rates are still stable enough that for buyers wanting to get in, they're not crazy and it's still better than renting. So, yeah. you know, yeah. it, it's... It's a good market for both.
0: Okay. Um, okay.
1: It is good to sell at this point too, because uh, the values are high. Mm. Um, people are still getting a lot of return. There's a lot of equity because of you know, you know, uh, last years. People we've <laughs> right. gone, The prices have gone up. So most most sellers have a lot of equity yeah. in their home. So there's a lot of room for them to breathe and and be able to know that they're going to be able to sell for a good price, and um, probably sell. You know within a reasonable time frame yeah. and buyers are having reasonable rates you know? yeah. historically even though it's in the sixes or, or early sevens historically that's still low um, okay. if you look at you know the history from the first time in the 30s or the 40s when they were actually uh, charting it it um, is historically great rate still
0: oh okay yeah. awesome it's
1: not Two and a half. That was manufactured. <laughs> you know, we're not right. going to see that again in a long time. But it's still good rate. I locked, my, rates.
0: I locked yeah. my refi in at one of those. Yeah, which is you. which is why inventory's
1: low. You know, people are holding mm. on to their house. They're they they do not need to. You know, we don't have a lot of in, inventory because. People are content, <laughs> you know, yeah. they don't have a high interest rate and the idea of getting a new rate
0: mm. is scary. You they know? don't want to so, sell. No. They want to hang so out. So
1: people selling need to sell, which is good for buyers, you mm. know, or they have a motivation more than their interest rate that is probably gold um, to get them out.
0: So what about like builders? uh, is now a time to build a house or is it more time to buy a house or do you think it's kind of even keel there too?
1: We're seeing a lot of the big box builders like DSLD, DR Horton, they're coming in. Uh, the price of building materials has gone down. Mm. Uh, cause you know, like the COVID pricing was, was crazy. crazy.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: the, um, there are still things that they have to order pretty fast. Like windows, <laughs> windows mm. take a long time to come in still. Oh, okay, Oh Some okay. things like that. But, um, builders are you know there's still motivation to build because of the low inventory especially depending on which price bracket you're in so again Mm. with that so um the higher end of builders are being a little more conservative i think with how much they're putting out there yeah um but the the mid-range to low range there's still a great market for that
0: okay awesome well where okay so people are listening right now and they want to buy a house where do they go to find you emily
1: Um, I'm on Facebook at Emily Neely Realtor and on Instagram at Emily Neely Realtor. And um, if you go to those places, you can find my contact information. You can also text me. Um, My number is uh, 337-579-3418. And you can shoot me a text and tell me you're interested in buying a house and I'll talk to you some more about it.
0: Awesome. Well, Emily, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And uh, guys, thank y'all so much for listening to another podcast from Page 50. We'll be doing these regularly moving forward, and hopefully you'll find them helpful and encouraging. Appreciate you guys. Thank y'all for listening, and we'll see you next time.